Today's episode is brought to you by Patients First. Patients First always cares for their patients first. It's their first priority. That's why you should get your shots only at Patients First. This is Medical Magic, a podcast for audience who wants to be medically magical. We are your hosts, Sapraja and Jaguti, and in this episode, we are going to tell you the marvelous wonders of Chinese and American medicine over time. Did you ever think about what kind of herbs the ancient Chinese used or what kind of toast the early Americans put in their smallpox medicine? Probably not, but today we're going to get you thinking. Pranav was curious about how the ancient Chinese and Americans found out what was wrong with the patient. Well, the Chinese did what every other reasonable person would do. They asked the patient about how they are feeling and checked their pulse. They also looked at the patient's medical history to see if something like this has ever happened before because past illnesses could be causing the problem that the patient has. While the Chinese had a very reasonable way of diagnosing the problem, the early Americans had ideas that were just out of their right mind crazy. For illness like smallpox and visible illness, ancient Americans simply used the cure they needed. They did not diagnose the problem, but if it was an illness that was not visible from the outside, they did diagnose the problem, but not in the way you would think. Going to a doctor back then was very highly expensive, so many people went to a barber surgeon. A barber surgeon did the craziest thing to see if a patient was sick. He would use a pair of scissors called bloodletting knives and cut open a patient's vein. After he did this, he poured a bowl full of blood and tested it by touching, smelling, and tasting the blood. Both the ancient Chinese and Americans had very different ways of diagnosing the problem, but for all we know, they might have worked. The ancient Chinese and early Americans had many ways to treat illnesses, and they were very different from each other. Today, we will answer some questions that you guys have about medicine in ancient China and America. Have you ever wondered if the ancient Chinese beliefs are wrong? First, let's see what some of their beliefs were before deciding if they're right or wrong. The Chinese believe that qi, a life force, goes through a person along special channels. If they insert a needle at points on the body, the doctor can affect the balance of qi. Yin and yang are two forces meaning the dark and light sides of every person. Ancient Chinese believed that the imbalance of yin and yang is one cause of someone getting an illness. The Chinese also believed that illness was caused by demons or curses. The ancient Chinese believed in holistic medicine. Holistic medicine means to cure the illness and the problem causing it. The ancient Chinese thought that all parts of the body should be kept in harmony and if they were not, it would make the person sick. They also thought that the body was made up of five elements, which are fire, water, earth, wood, and metal. Beliefs can't necessarily be wrong, but some of them are scientifically proven to be incorrect. For example, the belief in holistic medicine doesn't mean that it's not true because there is a way that they believed that they should treat an illness, and you can also look at the yin and yang principle from modern times. We know that when we get sick, there are just more bad germs than good germs in our bodies. If we look at the Chinese perspective, it is the same situation. 
It is not scientifically proven that chi does not exist, and we can't necessarily say that a belief is wrong. Although some of these beliefs seem unusual, they really might be true. To treat fevers, sore throats, and stuffy noses, the Chinese used combinations of herbs that helped to heal the body. They also made tea using tea leaves, water, and they added a few herbs to the tea to help with sore throats. There were not many diseases in ancient times, and for the few that there were, we don't know how they might have treated them because we're learning about ancient cultures from writings and symbols that they left behind. But for a long while, writing wasn't invented, so it's most likely that it wasn't written down in ancient China. But as always, the early Americans had a crazy thought in their minds. In 1633, when smallpox started spreading in America, doctors and physicians tried to find a cure. A physician wrote a letter to the king about a cure for smallpox. The letter said, take a few toads and put them in a clay pot, then cover it with a special cloth. Flip it upside down and roast it in the fire for a few hours. The toads in the clay pot should burn out. After it burns out, take the clay pot out of the fire. Once the clay pot is cooled, remove the toads and smash them to make powder. Now it's medicine. You might not want to eat gooey and slimy toads, but the early Americans said it works. We have been talking about China and America for all this time, but now let's look at some great things people from other places have done for us. A French physician called René Théophile Léonec discovered the stethoscope to measure someone's heartbeat. A stethoscope is important because it helps doctors know how healthy a patient is. Electroencephalograph, or EEG for short, is used to study the brain and waves and signals that it sends. The EEG was introduced by a German physicist and biologist, Hans Berger. In ancient China, they mostly used acupuncture as an anesthetic, but there are so many types of anesthesia that have been made after acupuncture was invented. Nowadays, anesthetics are drugs that make specific parts of your body numb. This form of anesthesia was first being used in USA in 1844. It's good that they had ways to treat illnesses, but what does that mean for us? How do ancient Chinese and American medicine affect us now in our modern lives? Let's start with acupuncture. As we talked about earlier, acupuncture is the act of inserting needles into specific points of the body to relieve pain. Acupuncture didn't only help the ancient Chinese, but it also helps us. Acupuncture affects our modern lives because it's a very natural way of healing, and it's better for our body than to take unnatural remedies such as painkillers. Acupuncture doesn't only reduce or relieve pain, but it also works as an anesthetic. We already know that the ancient Chinese used herbs as medicine, but how do we use some of those herbs in modern medicine? There are over 200 modern medicines that directly or indirectly contain some of the 2,000 herbs that the ancient Chinese used. Since the medicines that the early Americans used for smallpox didn't work very well, it inspired and engaged scientists and doctors to figure out how we get ill and how we get diseases and how to cure them. Many compounds in Chinese medicine are a part of several modern Western medicines. 
Anesthesia isn't the only thing that's making our lives a lot easier. Antibiotics also play a very big role. Antibiotics save many lives by preventing or curing infections. Antibiotics are drugs that help to kill bacteria, or at least stop them from growing and multiplying. The goal of an antibiotic is to destroy the harmful bacteria and leave the human cells as unharmed as possible. There's a very powerful antibiotic called penicillin. Penicillin meets the goal of leaving the human cells unharmed because it destroys the harmful bacteria very efficiently and leaves the human cells in perfect condition. The big question is how medicine is different and how it has evolved over time across cultures. Today we looked at how Western medicine, American, is different from Eastern medicine, Chinese. We also looked at how they were, they were in the past and how that helps or doesn't help us in our modern lives. Thank you to our classmates for asking these wonderful questions. In this episode, we explored ancient Chinese and American medicine. Thanks for listening to Medical Magic. Before we go, show some love for your favorite podcast by leaving us a review and telling your friends and family about us. And always remember to stay medically magical.